Ladies and gentlemen, from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and All Seasons Tabletop Studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. The podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. And today's episode is going to be Religious Exemption Form Explained. Oh, very good. Well, thank you, Mike. And I am Ben, and you already heard him, but let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. Oh, hey, thank you. Good to see you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, good to see you, Good Mike. afternoon, as usual. Uh, there, there may be a day that we will say good morning to each other, but it's probably going to be sometime in the hmm. future. Yeah. Anyway, no, I heard the title, and uh, I sort of, I wasn't affirming uh, the expertise <laughs> of your uh, uh, uh beginning uh but w- exactly w- what i was actually doing was uh i was like, oh yeah that's good uh, the form and uh, yeah that's exactly what we're going to be doing so excellent anyway uh welcome all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers across the fruited plain and the globe uh which we yeah. are we are reaching and i did a count the other day ben and Ooh, it was okay. it was right at thir- uh, well we'll say 13 to 14 countries hmm. so the message is getting out, and yeah. for all of all of the, those that are listening, we will continue to do this diligently, and we will try to make things current and and well, obviously factual. But what we try to do here is bring you, as the the title of the podcast says, the undiluted truth. And yes. you know as well as I do, it's so hard to find. And with all the way back to to what stemmed this show, with this pandemic, there's been so many veins that have run through here. I was thinking about this the other day of all of the topics that have sort of come through since that time. Yeah, and so many things that weren't just for a. I think for us looking closely, we're blatantly just not true, just not true. And absolutely, you know, it's it's almost as if you were screaming, but nothing was coming out. You know, yeah. So, but here we are coming into another vein, if you will, of topics, and this is one that is come out here most recently, probably in the last six months or so. It could be longer, but in my world. I started uh, paying a little bit more attention to it with folks that I know having to fill out religious exemptions and medical exemptions to really keep their jobs. And right. in, and in some in some cases not just to keep their jobs but to actually get a job, you know, on the front side of it to be hired. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's what we're going to be getting into today where if you had heard the prior two, we some prelims getting up to these. This we'll be talking about the form for the exemption today, and and things on that form as as far as uh, what are pertinent to be filled out, and also may get right into the affidavit. And one of the most important things that we want to say today on this is that there are some companies that are going to require you to have someone in a role of a pastor 
or a leader of a church, most of them are pastors. What I'm hearing now is they're not being so specific. So you could get ordained elder or uh, some other leader of the church right. to supply this. But we're here to tell you today is that if you go this route, the the route that we are excuse me we are getting into with an affidavit and, and filling out an affidavit, you do not need legally anyone in your church to do that. And we I think we touched okay. we touched on that a little bit, I believe. Yeah. Because it really should be it really should be your beliefs or your exemption opposed to just having a right. leader do it. But I totally understand, you know, we did we kind of ran the gamut of why we think they want someone to you know yeah. uh, get a leader. I can't remember if that or, was on a podcast or off air, but Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. But because, we, because my argument was, you know, what about somebody who is religious and they read their Bible and they have this conviction, but they don't necessarily go to any particular church, not even a non-denominational. Right. You know, they just they're just doing their thing, and you know, but they want a religious exemption because, well, for the reasons like you said, you can't get a job without you know doing this almost right now. So right, yeah. So it's like there's got to be another way of doing this. That's that's. And the kind of the conversation, if I remember mm-hmm. right, and so yeah, yeah, and I think one of the things that I mentioned, one of the examples that I gave, and I'm not there again. If if we're repeating it, that what what we have went over already, please excuse us or just bear with us. But one of the reasons that I thought that I had experienced in the past was that someone was actually Jewish. In, in a in a place where I worked, and they were getting all the Jewish holidays off, plus the holidays that the business gave anyway. So it was almost right. as if, oh wow, hey Jimmy, maybe we can be Jewish and we can get more time off and get paid for it. Yeah. You know, so it was you know, it was back then there was eh, some leaning over to falsify things just to get. Or gain favoritism and get yeah. more time off and get paid and that sort of thing. Well, I'm sure that still happens. Yeah. I mean, but... I'm sure I'm sure it does too. But I think in this case, what we're that could be the reason, and and in that respect, I could sort of understand it. Right. But with all that being said, legally, you constitutionally, and that's where we're going with this affidavit. Right. Now we're going to stand on grounds of our personal religious convictions. But you do not need a member of your church or a pastor of your church to to sign off or provide a letter. You just uh, you just don't need it for this to be legally binding. So let's, let's just put it that way. Okay. I wouldn't shy away okay. from it. If you've got somebody that will accommodate you, then great. Get them to sign off on it and move forward. The main thing is, is that you are exercising your rights here still. We're hanging on by threads in this country, mm-hmm. and that's a sad thing. So, But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get started here, Ben, as we pick All it up right. a little bit uh, back where we, we left off on the, on the last uh, episode. I wanted to get into just the genetic modification sort of idea and and that's where we were on the backside of uh, right. the last one. Okay. So we'll begin with with that sort of thing because indeed that's what this 
jab is all about. It's it's a it's a genetic modification, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to get deep in the weeds with that because that's a total different episode. But what I'm going to read off here in this this one paragraph that is part of the opposition to vaccine mandates is based on biblical principles, and this basically talks about the genetic modification all the way back at the time of the flood. So genetic modification of living organisms is one of the great sins for which God punished the world by a flood. But if there was one sin above another which called for the destruction of the race by the flood, it was the base crime of amalgamation of man and beast, which defaced the image of God and caused confusion everywhere. Now, the amalgamation of man and beast, I, I, I mean, that's pretty plain. I don't need to get into any details there, but right. you know, that's really taking and perverting a gift that God has given us for reproduction. And, and it's, and it's, yeah, it's just, well, I say horrifying, but it's just so perverted. It's, it, it just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't require a lot of attention, but it's extremely important to, to pay attention to it. So, as as we have been highlighting some some really good books with uh, references on certain topics, this topic right here, you can go to a book, uh, Spiritual Gifts, Volume Three, uh, and that again is E. G. White, Spiritual Gifts. You can pick that up. And move, moving forward here, the use of gene therapy and in injecting such modifying substances into the body is a crime condemned by God and ought to be condemned and strictly avoided by God's people. So if you did not know that, mm-hmm. that was one of the the biggest reasons and biggest sins, if you could list us in, of why the flood came. I mean, you know, it was drifting, drifting, right. drifting, and then it was like, okay, this— this perversion, and we think, you know, back in history of Sodom and Gomorrah, we think how bad that was. This was really the, you know, the accumulation of all of that. It got to a point to where, if you recall in the scriptures, there was a quote by God that he was even, and and when we mentioned he in, in specifics, that was Jesus right. who created all things, said that he was sad that he had created man in the first place. Yeah. Now, that's how bad it got. Now we know, right. you know, the the rest of that story. He found mm-hmm. faith in 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 Moses and I'm, I'm sorry, Noah. <laughs> yeah, Moses. Correct. Right. And and then you know Noah being a an, an upright and a faithful man. Then you know the ark was built. Then you know the rest of the story goes. Even though there was only eight that managed to to get on the ark, and they were all in his family, which was. Just devastating if you if you think about it. Yeah. So, but with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, these shots were not developed to stop transmission to prevent anyone from getting COVID nineteen. These are these are gene therapies. There, it is much worse than just a vaccine. Is what they're calling it. We know it's not. Yeah. So, so moving forward here. That's sort of laying the groundwork. So we're going to get right into this form. Okay. And we're going to start with 
with one of the facts. Now, this particular form is a precursor to the affidavit, so just keep that in mind. And you're going to be on the form. You're, you, the, the ones seeking the exemption, is, is listed as an applicant. So one of the, one of the first facts on, on here is, is listed, says, as a child of, in, in my early adult years, I was vaccinated, or you might have been vaccinated multi, you know, on multiple occasions, maybe two, maybe three. And most of us, at least my age, and probably even you as, as well, Ben, were vaccinated as children. Now, mm-hmm. at some point, and this is part of the facts, it says that I was I became born again, or I had, had you know made a conviction. I had been baptized, uh, and as a result, in significant life altering changes, including new convictions and beliefs regarding vaccinations. Since that conversion, I sincerely object to all vaccinations on religious grounds. And that's sort of the way this form begins. So, one states, I oppose vaccinations in any form. The prevalent use of animal elements or practice of attenuation through biblically unclean animals prohibits me from receiving any vaccination. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And as explained in, and, and, and this is how it is laid out, as explained in your affidavit, and it lists that, as, as explained in my affidavit, I hold this sincere religious belief that certain animals are unclean and that the Bible forbids consumption of unclean animals. As elements of unclean animals are uh, utilized in vaccines and vaccination Research utilizes parts of unclean animals. It is wholly objectionable for me, objectionable, excuse me for maybe (laughs) running that word together for me, to accept vaccination as a result of this process being utilized in the creation of all vaccines. Therefore, I oppose all vaccines. Now, the, once again, the prevalent use of aborted baby cells in vaccines and vaccinations, research preclude me from receiving any vaccination. And I just want to summarize here. We'll pause for a second. Now, does the Bible, and and this this can be a controversial topic, does the Bible clearly state that there are animals that are clean and unclean to the human body? Yes. Yes. Okay. And most of us know if you're if you're really looking at the if you if you're looking at the the health message that we you know we want to look at to keep our bodies as healthy as they possibly can be. Now I I w- I'd want to say this before we dig a little deeper into this this topic here is that eating of clean or unclean animals is not going to save you. It's not going to get you to heaven. And it's not going to keep you out of heaven. Now, I will say this: if you've got a clear understanding that God is asking you not to eat a certain food, because after all, He's telling you that because He loves you and He wants you, the body that He's given you to operate and function at its fullest. Right. And you're going to turn your back on that. You're going to shorten your life. 
and you were going to live in a certain a certain way that could because we we do know that what you eat help helps this whole thing work from the very brain system all the way to the muscular the mm-hmm. the cardiovascular and and the whole gamut right so there is a connection between your relationship with your god and what you are putting into your body the obvious is how well do you think you're going to function if you're you know dumping you know a, a quart of alcohol in it a couple of times a week you know that's the obvious right and we also know the tobacco side of it you know that mm-hmm. also affects and constricts you know blood vessels oxygen to the brain and so forth so if you're going to operate at, at full capacity, there there is sort of a menu, if you will, of, of how to live. And it is to just get the best out of what God has given you. So now we're stepping from the animal aspect of this. And yes, there are parts of animals that have been listed as being in these jabs. Mm. Also, okay. as we just mentioned, baby cells, aborted baby cells, not just baby, but aborted baby cells. So this gets into the abortion part of it or the actual killing of children. And then to, to make it worse, you're putting that inside of your body, God forbid. Right. So this is all part of the, there again, the application uh, part of this. So the refusal to receive any vaccines arises in part from my research conclusion that aborted baby cells are either used in vaccines or vaccination research. As noted below and in my affidavit, this is how this reads, the use of aborted baby cells is in direct contradiction to my religious beliefs. Therefore, Ben, since I am unable to determine which vaccines and we're reading this the way it's laid out, ladies and gentlemen. We know that it's not technically and in, in by definition a vaccine, but this is the way it's worded. And to for the purpose of what it's for, it's, it's appropriate. Which vaccines utilize these elements or have been created through the use of these parts? It would be objectionable in any circumstance for me to receive any vaccine. I believe the Bible to be my sole authority in spiritual and health matters and believe that I am obligated to God for the health and well-being of my body. That's cut and dry. And that's where, when you're doing this, that's where you need to stand. Now, if you're just one of these people that, you know, I don't know why I don't want to get the jab. Somebody says it's bad. I don't have a connection with any kind of uh, God, spirit, you know, church or anything. It's going to be very difficult I would think to be <laughs> to be filling this out and using this in a way that's inconsistent with the way you're living. So, right um, there there is reasons from this, and if and also if you're not doing to the best of your ability to keep all things that are harmful to your body temple, if you're uh, out of your body temple, if you're not doing it honestly and sincerely there again it's going to be very difficult to just grab one of these things only because it benefits you i i would not toy around with 
uh, my living God in that manner. But listen to you know the reasoning and go through it, and hopefully you are learning from these things. Mm. So as we move on, as a result of my study of the Bible, I believe in the Levitical laws of cleanliness, sanitation, hygiene, and dietary principles. These religious laws and principles are found in the second book of the Pentateuch or the second book in the Bible. The Pentateuch is the first five books of the Bible. So, in addition to the Pentateuch, the entire Word of God commands the use of natural remedies and methods in the prevention and treatment of disease. I have outlined these religious beliefs in more detail in my affidavit. That's how this is worded, and it it gets a little bit more targeted, if you will. Now, that keep in mind that those couple of sentences that does not say that I am totally against organized medicine or anything like that or westernized medicine. There is a place for that. There's good doctors and and nurses, health professionals throughout the world. But I think we know, we've uncovered here, and we have been uh, uncovering here for over a year, that there are some corrupt individuals in that field. And we aren't saying that you should never, ever go to a doctor or a hospital. We're saying that maybe in a last resort, and if you do, there's there's a way to go about doing it. So when we mention the natural remedies and the methods of the Bible, there are other other means that we have heard even from doctors today that are effective against this virus, and you can be totally uh, uh, healed from this virus and other viruses that are out there. So keep that in mind. So now we're going to get into a couple of uh, objections based on the religious belief. So my rejection of vaccine stems entirely from my belief that the Bible is God's word and that it should govern all matters of life. I am an avid student of the Bible and base my conclusions on numerous Old Testament, New, New Testament scriptures. And that should be, when it says avid, just our thing, if, if you've heard this podcast enough, may your intent of thoughts be pure. If you have a sincere desire, if your motives are pure and you want to know, that's what that means. If, if you want to find answers to this, go into the scriptures and look. And by all means, please don't, just do it alone if 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 you are having difficulty or if you've not opened the bible you know a number of times in your life or you don't have any regular study with someone it's always best to, to guide you I'm, i think of the the story of philip who is called by the angel to go and right. catch up to the chariot there where the ethiopian is reading the bible and he catches up to him and goes hey what are you what are you looking at what are you reading here in the you know he knew right. he knew he was reading God's word, mm-hmm. and the the Ethiopian said, "Well, how can I know lest someone show me?" And 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 that is a distinct uh, lesson for us to learn. That's how we learn by being guided by someone that does know and studying the Bible together. Uh, very important. So 
Others who confirm my belief attest that my current declination is based upon the religious text of the Bible and occurred after my conversion. Furthermore, my refusal to take vaccination stems from my theological conclusions regarding conception, unclean animals, and the Levitical laws of health. Because aborted baby cells or unclean animal elements are used in vaccines or in their creation, it is religiously objectionable for me to receive any vaccination. So, I would think most Christians would would see that and, and clearly follow that, understand it, and, and believe it. So, now, getting into the next, uh, next uh, uh, segment here is, uh, my belief is sincere. I have provided an affidavit with this letter to attest to my sincerely held religious beliefs, and if required, I am able to provide more affidavits from close friends which affirm that my beliefs are well-known based upon biblically-derived conclusions and remain genuine and sincere. Now, my declaration attests that my religious beliefs shape my life even beyond the choice of uh, choice to, I should say, decline vaccinations. So, what this is saying is, look, this is my lifestyle, and if need be, I can, I can, I can provide more affidavits from other people, and we can, we can take this, you know, this proof, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And when you know, just thinking about what we're doing here, this, and and this is all just to get a job, Ben. Yeah, that that's the only reason. Where I mean, don't get me wrong, folks. This is this is good. This good information to know. It's it's good to know why you believe what you believe. I've all I've said for years. If I can't show you why I believe what I believe, or 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 what I don't believe, then I need to take a hard look at it. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to tell someone if you say, well, why don't you do this? Right. And you should be able to take the word of God, open it up, quote it, whatever, and say, you hear this right here? This is why I don't do this. Or, well, why do you do that? Why do you guys do this? Why does your, you know, well, right. go to the Bible and look at it. But every now and then you might be asked a question and you go, wow, a good question. Yeah. Give yep. me a couple of days. <laughs> Right. Let me see. So that's what this really is about. And for us, sometimes we take a lot for granted. And someone says, "Well, why is it that you don't want to get a vaccine?" And that's really what this is. It's using your beliefs of what in living your life, what you do and what you don't do, and backing it up with the truth detector or you know your guide being the Word of God. So. In conclusion here on this uh, part of it, uh, this uh, form here as you, the applicant, prior to the affidavit, in conclusion, upon your review of the enclosed, and this is how you're wording this to your prospective employer or your current employer, upon your review of the enclosed, I kindly request that you grant the exemption to the vaccination requirements on religious grounds, and in so doing, allow me to pursue a lifestyle in accordance with my religious convictions under the liberties provided by the First Amendment. Thank you for your careful attention to this matter. And that's the way that 
aspect of it wraps up. And the remainder of this gets right into the detail. This is all about you, your beliefs, and and it and it's a list of I think about thirteen different uh, topics of mm. and reasonings, and that concludes the affidavit. Now the affidavit signed is I mean that's legal, right? And so yeah. so that what that does is show your employer you're serious, and you need to look at yourself too because you're you're doing this almost like most of us should look at marriage. If we're getting married and we're exchanging vows and we're doing it in the eyes of God and in the name of God as is, is we're going to declare our love and our, our unity toward each other, um, that's, that's binding, in my opinion, not just legally because divorces, <laughs> divorces and you know, those sort of things Right, those bonds don't don't hold water anymore. But the bond with God mm-hmm. is 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 deeper. It's more cohesive, and and it's and it definitely is more powerful. And I can tell you when when you are sincere about what you want to do, whether it be with a spouse, prospective spouse, or with you yourself and how you treat your your own body temple. That's where it should begin. And for me, if I was an employer, I would hope that these employers are reading through this. But if I was to read through some of this, I would probably think, wow, why aren't we asking maybe more of these questions for the character of some of the employees coming in? And I know that, you know, that that's just my view. Right. Uh, but I mean, this says a lot to the character of the individuals that are just trying to get a job. So, anyway, well, we will wrap up this particular episode here, and then we'll get right into the affidavit on the next one. Ben, so, all right, sounds good. All right, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you've got any questions, give us a shout on the email which is the undiluted truth dot podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be glad to answer any of your other questions uh, or any questions at all you might have. And also you can get, it's getting harder to find these, the, the, this actual letter and in, in the information that we're going over. That's why we're going over it. We right now don't have the ability for you to access this, but access it, but go to the judgment the judgmenthour.org and just just follow the 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 menu there and, and it'll take you to some of these documents. Now I have done it and it the last time I did it it was a little difficult getting it uh first of all you can you can get it to read it fairly easily but you may not be able to edit but the judgmenthour.org is the best place to go. All right? All right. Okay. Well, let's uh, bow our heads here, Ben, as we close out. Father in heaven, once again, we thank you for this platform. We thank you for the opportunity to to spread facts, to, uh, to spread your good news. But, Lord, also, we want we want our desires and our motives to be pure 
And hopefully in this process, we can not only help show those who may be seeking employment, want to retain employment, but maybe they're examining what they believe, why they believe it, and why they do things and why they don't do things. And to be able to validate that and to be able to tell others why they do the things they do and don't do the things that they don't do. So in that respect, we ask your Holy Spirit to continue to work with us, guide and lead us, and may blessings be upon all those that are listening, help to guide them, get them through difficult times. We know, based on your word, that times ahead are going to get more and more difficult. The decisions are going to be more difficult to make and to be able to stand for you based on some of these decisions, are going to be extremely difficult. So, Lord, give us your power, give us your wisdom, and give us your strength. And thank you again for all of those listening and this opportunity. And as always, may the intent of our thoughts remain pure. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 